Okay. Me too. I'm recording. I'm recording as well. <laughs> Hello, wingers. Welcome Hi, to Winging guys. It. My name's Andrea. <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm in Vegas and I'm totally sober. Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name's Andrea. <laughs> and I'm Sally. And we are here to talk about season five, episode, what, what episode is this, Sally? Like 13? I have no idea. 14. 14. It's Four- 14. Yes. All right. Not, not too bad. On K. And um, it's going to be great. It's going to just be a wonderful time. This season five <laughs> era of our lives, it feels like it's gone on forever, does it not? <laughs> uh, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But be encouraged, Winger, West Winger fans. Uh, <laughs> season six is not too terribly far off. And no, we've it's got- not. We've got some good episodes coming up in season five as well. So until then, yes. let's talk about <laughs> so Uncle. We'll just sort of talk about these things. Um, you wanna you wanna sing first, right? Okay, let's let's get our let's get our West Wing on. I'm ready to go now. Do you think we can get Aaron Sorkin to hum a few bars at least? (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing? I would be terrified to ask, even though, like, we've had nothing but wonderful interactions with him. I know. Let's let's just press our luck. I am in Vegas, after all. all. Let's just bet the farm. You are in Vegas. (laughs) I am not in Vegas. (laughs) That is a gamble we probably should take. We are cross-country podcasting right now. I know. We're, like, from the future. Um... Yep. I will say, I, re- I listened back to the uh, ATX panel, which I'm sure we've all yep. listened to at this point, and we were there yeah. in person, but there was just so much going on that there were a lot of little nuggets that I kind of missed. I was probably live tweeting at the time, and uh, Aaron Sorkin was a musical theater major in college. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. So Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's not it's not terribly out of the realm of possibility that he might sing it. So no. we'll think about he it. Can hum it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Just a couple bars. All right. So let's do a <laughs> Should we do a recap? Yes. <laughs> Let us do a TikTok. And this one we needed a little help trying to put together the TikTok. It's a little bit confusing. Hopefully we're not the only ones who thought Some that. Parts. Right? Yeah. Well, I hope so. I, I mean, I'm imagining our listeners are talking back to us right now, but... We hear you, listeners, we'll in your see. car. We'll see when we get the tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the Twitter sphere, shall we? Okay, so what happens in Anke? Okay. So, in this episode, there are... Some pilots have been shot down and are, like, in North Korea, on land in North Korea, which no is bueno. obviously not good. No. So they're trying to decide what to do, how to get them out. That's going on throughout the episode. There's also, which that was not confusing, there, but there's this thing. Leo has a friend that he was in Vietnam with, and there were flashbacks to Vietnam throughout the episode, and that's where the title of the episode comes from, because in the beginning, when their planes are crashing... All right, this is not... I'm, I'm giving too much detail for TikTok, but Leo's <laughs> got a friend, and... <laughs> He, the friend is trying to get a, a bill, not a bill passed, but he's trying to get some sort of contract that has to go through government approvals to do some sort of business deal, something. It's a bomber, it's a something. Guys, I listened with the subtitles on, so I read every word, and I am still not 100% sure. 
Um, I think it was some sort of weapon bomb. I don't know. But he's trying to get, he needs it to go through this bill, through Congress, blah, blah, blah. He's having a hard time. He's coming to Washington. Leo says he'll speak to the person, to the uh, the congressman in charge of it. Anyway, there's just <laughs> there's just a whole lot of drama going on. And we'll get into that, to the confusion of that in just a few minutes. It's going to be great. Uh, and then CJ, <laughs> CJ goes on the talk show. Yes. Um, because a guy calls her chicken, and she, that's fun, and she just sort of goes for that. Um, that's a lot yeah. of, that, that's a lot of the big thing. There's Mystery Ben and comes to Mystery visit. Ben, yeah, Mystery Ben comes, and Ryan embarrasses Josh in front of the president. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so the only person having a good day is CJ. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. I would agree with that. All so, right. Yeah, that's that's. Should we start with the Leo confusing and just yes, get it out of the way? Please. Yeah, let's just knock so, that. Let's knock that out. I just I I know we get like some some flack for like sort of not not getting certain references, not understanding, which that's a whole other thing. Like whatever. But I genuinely, it's not that I was just like confused. I thought this story was not told well because it's not that I just like didn't understand the politics or the government. It just was like there was not enough information. It was like we were. It felt like we were missing pieces of dialogue to like give us just just a little more background yeah. or story. I mean, Do you, I, don't you agree? Yeah, because I understood enough. Like I understand kind of what happened, but again, yeah. I don't feel like I have enough information to be conversant in it. Obviously, to explain yeah. it in a TikTok. So if you guys, it's not feel as like, detailed as I would have liked it to be. Yeah, I, although it may not have been interesting if they were to have gone that route. And gone into the maybe so because yeah we we still did get the gist. I mean I get that uh, Leo's friend had done something really wrong and Leo and the end of it was was amazing. I mean where it got us was amazing. I loved the conversation with Leo and his friend. I oh, God, I wish I could remember the guy's name. Ken, Kenny, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ken and Ken. Mm-hmm. Like Barbie. Okay. Um. Yeah, Ken. Um, I liked the conversation with them. I loved John Spencer. His I loved all of his acting in that scene because just the look of devastation on his face when he realizes his friend is not mm. this stand-up guy he thought he was. Yeah. Uh, so basically he finds out that he did do some things under the table he shouldn't have done. The way he went about getting this contract was not right. It was it was done. It was like you know, inside unethically baseball. and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had, like, inside – he hired somebody too early or something – things did not go well. And I know that there were things like that that happened, but I just felt like before – and so, like, it wrapped up and we we got what happened. We got the gist of it, but I just felt like before that there were details left out. Like, when Josh is talking to the senator and there's just a bunch of stuff going on. Um, you know what I think it so was? It I think there were just – I think kind of the opposite, in my opinion, but it could be wrong. I feel like there were too many details going on in the episode in general. So I feel like there was Maybe that so. storyline, and then I felt like the the Josh and the South Carolina one had a lot of details. Yeah. And it was just a, kind of a lot to keep track of in this one, more than normal. It was a lot to keep track of, but, like, really, that's the, like that's one of the things that I love about the subtitles is being able to read certain senators' names or being able to read the names of bills and, like, being able to see the words helps me keep track of it. And I think, like, I knew that those storylines were going on. I just didn't feel like all of them were completed. I didn't feel like they were not completed, but I felt like I was missing chunks, like, in the middle. So 
I think but it was probably a little bit of both. They tried to do too much and ended up not doing enough with each one, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense to me. So Yeah. Um, and it does, it has the payoff. I saw your tweets while you were watching it that, <laughs> that Sally's uh, enjoys when Leo cries. I mean, we don't all, we don't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't we hate enjoy it. it but the, uh, yeah, because like I, the whole episode, I was like, I mean, I don't know. I didn't like not care about the storyline, but I just felt a little bit indifferent about it. And then as soon as Leo starts crying, I was tearing up because I was like, oh, I don't cry. Yeah, we don't, we don't get to <laughs> see that it that often. And that just speaks... Yeah, and that just speaks volumes to John Spencer's acting. For, I mean, I, I think because I didn't even care that much about the storyline, but I care so much about Leo as a character. And I knew, even though I didn't understand, not understand, I hate saying I didn't understand the storyline, even though I didn't feel like I got enough from the storyline, I could feel his sadness and his, his devastation at that. And then President Bartlett's response is just perfect, I Ooh. thought. Well... Um, kind of. Corruption of the best is the worst. Yeah, That was my favorite. Yeah, that is, that is good. However, like, if and I were... And he said it in Latin. I know. so Bartlett. I su- it is very Bartlett. I suppose, like, yeah. that is what Bartlett would do to comfort a friend. But, like, if I, if yeah. I were crying, Sally, like, don't start speaking Latin to me. It won't, that won't be the right thing in that moment. But if you're President Bartlett, no. that is totally on point. Yeah, that's his thing. We should also mention that this is the episode that or an an episode where John Spencer got his Emmy nomination. So definitely not the first where he's deserved it, but at least it it definitely was deserved. And also, aside from the crying, we also get to see like a toothy smile from Leo, which is another thing we don't often see on screen. We don't see enough, yeah. He's always handling business, but he was (laughs) having a good time with his old friend who saved his life. So it makes sense that he thought the world of this man and then just when you oh, yeah. yeah just the devastation that you see when he realizes that you know what he <laughs> made a bad deal and all of it's true and yeah. he's gonna plead the fifth I mean that's it's heartbreaking so I, yep. I don't know how I feel about the flashbacks it was just felt like a kind of a different show you know I, I tend to line things up with the pilots and kind of compare them and I just think like there's we would never have that like action sequence in the pilot you know what i mean if if we did we'd think like oh is this a dream like and obviously it's dreamlike it's a flashback but could we not have Mm -hmm. done that without could we have done it another way probably but it's fine yeah it's okay yeah i agree i hear a lot of the flashbacks get a lot of hate i remember and i can't remember i should have looked it up but i can't remember who it was but it might have been Aaron Sorkin. It was either Aaron Sorkin or Rob Lowe that said, well, it had to have been one of the two of them, that said that they turned on an episode once and it was a it flashback was to Leo. It was Rob Lowe. Yeah. It was a flashback to Leo in Vietnam and he just immediately turned it off. Um, oh, I thought it was when he, he just like saw Leo in Cuba. But maybe I always thought it of it wrong. Oh, maybe it was. That would make more sense to me, because I was like, why do we hate... Yeah, Leo and Cuba, that was, that's a whole different I can't thing. remember. We'll have um, to have our intern fact check that for us. Yeah, once yeah, we yeah. Once uh, <laughs> So, okay, well, but I've heard that a lot of the... Uh, or I have heard people say before that they don't like the flashbacks in this episode and that it's cheesy or whatever, and I agree with you that seeing the action on screen like that is a little odd because we're so used to just hearing somebody talk about it. You know, somebody will come in and say, 
oh, a plane crashed or whatever. So seeing any kind of action, even in a flashback, is weird. Um, but the flashbacks themselves are are very West. You know, like telling the backstory to sure. of people. We did that sure. in, in The Shadow of Two Gumbin. Like, yeah. we did it in Two Cathedrals, which is one of the most loved episodes of all time. So I don't know what it is about it. You know, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't work as well here, but I don't know why. I think it's because it's only one of the staffers, and because we don't get yeah. a lot of heart wrenching things from that person, and it's not that person as we know and see them. You know what I mean? It was yeah. one person. It was Leo, and it, you, you don't really recognize him as Leo. So it was just a little bit more detached than say you know, the flashbacks on the campaign trail where it's everybody who looks yeah. like everybody and they're all together. So you kind of get That's all true. the feelings. So I don't know. And even young Jed and young Miss Lanningham. Right. At least those were two characters we really cared about at a very emotional moment. Yes. So that made more sense. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fair. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so what else? Uh, so that's kind of what Leo's dealing with at the moment. Well, before we leave the Leo President Bartlett thing, first, I just love that whole ending scene, and people can find me on that, but I thought it was very West Wing. The lighting's dramatic, it's a dramatic conversation. President Bartlett's speaking Latin, and it's a great music moment. Yeah. Because they're playing Crosby, Stills, and Nash, My Country Tis of Thee. <laughs> Who dropped off a tape. <laughs> how cute, yeah. How cute is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's cute that felt a little more out of place but but I love I just yeah I thought that was great because they're talking about you know Leo has the line about like men died for us we had a responsibility to live our lives with something 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 like he's very upset about it and he's feeling patriotic and I don't know he's not remorse he's feeling like like bystanders remorse like he's feeling rem like guilty for this guy I don't know but um so I just thought it was the perfect backdrop to that which is such a west wing thing to do true and there was another moment another scene with bartlett and leo where uh josh and toby have just gone to president bartlett and said you know like leo really can't testify in front of the armed service committee like he's not thinking clearly he's not thinking at all which is what toby said and so bartlett approaches leo and it's a really interesting i don't i don't want to say reversal of power um, because obviously he's still the president, but it is kind of a role reversal to see Bartlett asking yes. Leo not to do something and try to talk sense mm -hmm. into him, which we just don't often get. So I thought it was very interesting. And the text of it, if you just like read the text, which I know you do, the, the, the way that it could have been played, it could have been played so many different ways. And I thought that Martin Sheen's like, the way that he approached Leo was very soft and a very, uh, it wasn't demanding, which it easily could have been. Like, you're not testifying. Yeah. And, like, how do you know he's not lying? Like, it could have been played so many ways. And I thought that uh, Martin Sheen's choices were just off the charts. As per usual. <laughs> yep. Not surprising. Yep. Yep. So, so, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, how much do you wish that you could just interview John Spencer? I mean, it's just... Can't so much. Can't even think about it. I read. No, nope, uh, I really his, can't. I read on his Wikipedia page a couple minutes ago that Kristen Chenoweth sang uh, "For Good" from Wicked at his funeral. Like I don't even know how she. Stop. Yeah, I can barely listen to that song when I'm just you know <laughs> driving in my car. I can barely think about that happening without like. Yeah, it's oh, it'll get y'all twisted up in the game for sure. So wow, if you don't know that song. 
Uh, you can listen to it. Don't but look it up. Don't, don't, just don't do but that Don't to think yourself. about John Spencer. Sweet, incredible man. Um, let us talk about, should we talk about Ryan and Josh, that whole thing? Yeah, let's talk about that. So Ryan's back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long there it's been. Since we, do you know how long it's been since we've seen Ryan? Um, it hasn't been, <laughs> I was about to say it hasn't been long enough. It, yeah, it, has, it hasn't been long enough, but it's been long enough where I'm like, oh yeah, you're still on the show. Yeah. We've already had other characters introduced since the last time we saw him, like Rena. So, anyway, I mean, what did you think about the whole Ryan embarrassing Josh thing and passing over Donna? I thought a few things. I thought it was a, I thought it was like a good storyline, like an interesting storyline, but I didn't really buy it a hundred percent that Josh would have been like that because would I mean been I like know what? Josh is that he would have been like, don't correct me in front of the president, even if he's wrong. Really? I don't know. I mean, I know, I know he would. He's kind of he's got an ego, obviously, and he's you know arrogant and all that jazz. I guess. But I just feel like if he were really, I don't know, if that were a real situation and Toby, maybe it's just because it's Ryan, but like the president needs the correct information. So that's what I don't, you know, like I know he'd be bummed that he corrected him. He wouldn't like it and maybe he'd get an attitude about it. But ultimately he knows that like the president has to have the right information. So it's almost one of those things where like I liked what it did as a storyline and as a plot device. And I loved seeing him get sassy with Ryan and telling him to photocopy that textbook. So I'm willing to like suspend a little bit of disbelief. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he would have been peeved, but I don't know. I thought it was surprising that he didn't know the numbers because you know, he doesn't prepare all of his own reports. Like he goes in there with memos that I'm assuming other people write all the time. So I just thought the fact that yeah. you didn't have a command on it was, that was the strange part, you know. But Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, because what was it, just last episode or two episodes ago that he told the NASA lady he prepares for every meeting? So, like, surely he's going to be yeah. super ready for his meeting with the president. Maybe he didn't have his... So, Maybe he didn't have his breakfast delivery like he normally does. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. But again, I did like, I just liked the interaction. And so, like, it, it was fine because I thought it was funny and enjoyable. And I kind of liked that as much as I, like, don't love Ryan, it was kind of a fun moment for him to get to be, to get to feel accomplished yeah, in front of the president. I thought that true. was kind of cool. And he, and he cared yeah. about the argument. He wasn't just there. Yeah. He's not like a Logan Huntsberger who's just kind of, like, screwing around with all of his privilege. Like He was and being it was a moment, genuine, finally. Yeah, it was a moment for him to actually yeah. contribute. So... Right, I agree. So, so it was a cool storyline. I just, you know. But Donna <laughs> wants to read the mind-numbing yes. presidential spreadsheets, and she gets passed over yes. for an intern. I mean, what, what, where did that? Well, I thought that was great because I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're already building this groundwork yeah. for her to be wanting to do bigger and better things. Absolutely. So that, I was like, well, here it is. That makes sense. Here's the beginning. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, what else was funny about that? CJ. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, about that, I don't know, but CJ. <laughs> well, I, I think, well, before we pivot to that, there was just a line that Josh says to both Ryan and to Will Bailey, and he said, I think we need more women in the workforce specifically to keep you two out, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Anyway. Yeah. Yes, yeah. speaking of women in the workforce, CJ Craig, yes. everybody. <laughs> oh, 
It was the best. Yeah, I I think this is the best. Uh, other than Leo crying, which of course we all delight in, I think this is the best part of the episode. The the yeah. CJ taking it to Taylor Reed, man. I thought it was wonderful. I like that she like sort of started off slow. She had to find her footing, and then she came out punching. I like that. I also like that right before she went on, or at some point she said, "If he dunks me in a river and I float, does that mean I'm a witch?" <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yep, a little McCarthy humor. It was, yeah, it was really the whole thing was funny. Like just obviously, yeah. Alice and Janie's there's so, comedic timing is perfect. Yeah, there were so many like little lines like. Find another cluck yeah. to pluck. I'm going to carve them into the yeah. nuggets. Like, all of these <laughs> things were delightful. So Yeah, and in the beginning, when she's coming in, and, and Carol's like, oh, uh, Toby and Josh are in your office, and she says something like, she asks why, and Carol says, to make fun of you, I think, and, and she, she just says, and you let them in, and Carol says, and got them coffee. That yeah. was a little choppy, but it was, it was, that was pretty funny. I thought that was great. Yeah, and it was quick and and bantery. It felt, it felt like the pace of the West Wing. So I liked that. Literally, mm-hmm. my next note after that is this feels good so far. This episode, yeah, it does. It feels like classic West Wing, where where the guys yeah. are trying to get her riled up for a fight that she's got to take C. somebody J. down. C.J. Craig egg. C.J. Craig egg. That was funny. Oh that my. was funny. That's so. Add that to our potluck. Oh yeah, that sounds delight. I love eggs. Um, the one thing yeah. I didn't like about the CJ storyline is Gentle yeah. Ben. We get we've had references to Gentle Ben for I don't know how many episodes, and they kind of they build it up to the point where they Mystery decided ben? what Mystery Ben. What do they call him? Gentle Mystery ben. ben. Gentle Ben. Oh, I thought it was Mystery Ben. Well, I, they might have been this episode, but for the past couple ones, uh, I almost said Melissa, Carol has been calling him Gentle Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we finally are going to meet this guy. He's coming to the office, whatever. And they think it's so dramatic yeah. that they have to do this, like, really slow reveal. Like, you only see Carol in terrible. the frame. And it was, like, five. You thought that it was going to be, like, George Clooney or something. Like, why... Who cares? Like, we don't care about this guy enough to do a slow reveal like that. Right. What it reminded me of is, like, like serial crime shows where, like, they're going to pull back and – or they're going to pan in and this is going to be, like, a guy that's been stalking her for – you know, like, it's going to be a bad guy. It's going to be be someone we know. Yeah. 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 That's (sighs) how – that is how I felt about it, that shot. Because it's so dramatic and so, I don't know. I was just like, what are we doing? It was, like he was, it was like he was somebody we know. It was weird. It was like Wilson from Home Improvement. Like, they were trying to hide yes. his face for no <laughs> reason. For no reason. Here's the other thing, Ugh. Gentle Ben. First of all, if you're just meeting her assistant or any of her colleagues for the first time, maybe the one photo of your, of her that you have should not be one of her in a bikini. And if it is... Right. Maybe don't comment on her body in it. Yeah. There's a first. Maybe you keep that in your pocket. Maybe you just pull out something else or don't pull out anything at all. And right. so, like, yep. why would you bring up, did she, did she ever tell you when she got arrested or whatever? Like, <sighs> what is this? Did you have like, yeah. a, what, did you, were you in a relationship with her for years and living together? Or did you just have like a spring break in Cabo? Because what are you doing right. in the White House? You dumb, dumb, dummy. It, it, yeah, it feels, it, yeah, I agree, like, it feels inconsistent. Some parts, it's like, because 
she hasn't really been that interested in talking to. Well, I don't maybe know. That's it's why. just been odd. <laughs> maybe that's why they did it. Because he's a, a Nimrod. Maybe. But it's just like, it's felt inconsistent in like, what is their relationship? Because in this, it's like, oh, they were really serious and it was really intense. And before I got the feeling that it was just like a little bit of a fling that just never really worked out. I don't know. So yeah. I thought that, I, yeah, I thought the whole thing was weird. Yeah. Sorry about that, yeah. CJ. You should probably just figure out where Danny is because that's yes. a better Let's route. Let's do that. Let's figure out where Danny is. Yes, please. Um, other th- small things. Oh, we for- forgot to mention that Abby Bartlett is going to start volunteering at a local clinic. So oh, yeah. that kind of came yeah. up in CJ's world. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. Oh, and she had a funny and exchange with Bartlett at the at the top, yeah, of the, toward the beginning of the episode about the portrait. Yeah. Which, first of all, they used that bathroom set for the second time this season. When that's the first, this is the first season we've ever seen the presidential bathroom. Heyo. So I guess they had to get a little bit more mileage out of that set that they built. That's probably why they did it. There's probably like a um, set yeah. designer who's like, "Hey, I need something <laughs> for my portfolio." <laughs> well, and it was so like fancy and ornate. It's this really nice bathroom. So like. Yeah, I imagine they wanted to show it a couple more times. But yeah. I thought Abby was great in that scene. I, she was so funny talking about the portrait, and then Charlie comes in, and she says, the, oh, I'll pop some popcorn, and we'll watch Patton on she cable. Said, I thought your, it was Yeah, charming. bring your jammies. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you get stuck or really saying, bring your jammies, we're about to start a pillow fight. I mean, <laughs> that's great. And yeah, I thought it was great. When they're talking about the po- the portrait and Bartlett doesn't want to do it, she says, you know it's not a nude, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was so sassy in that, that scene. I thought it was wonderful. Also sassy was Lily Tomlin a little bit when yes. Toby was impatient waiting <laughs> in the lobby. And again, I love an impatient Toby pretty much any time. Yeah. So same. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, can you give us like an era? Like, is it? <laughs> yeah. An oh, Ice Age funny. or yeah. Concerto. Yeah. There were there were some some moments that were great. I kinda wish I could lift them out of this episode and put it in another season. But but it it was okay. It was decent. I would this be a rewatcher for you? Um probably not. Just because there are so many other good ones. <laughs> yeah, we have so many to pick from. Yeah, it's not like it's not that I hate it or dislike it, but there's so much else that's better. So yeah, that I was the other no. thing. And, and some people, you Twitter people, probably saw this, but when I went to Netflix to watch this episode, it was already on the Long Goodbye. Like somebody was in my queue yeah. watching the Long Goodbye. Probably Sarah. I don't know mm-hmm. why. And again, <laughs> it's not that I don't like Allison Janney is amazing, and her her performance yeah. is always good. So just let me be clear on oh, that. Oh yeah. Let me be clear. I've been watching too much CNN. and I agree 100%. I mean, Allison Janney is perfect in that episode. Yeah, it's just that the story itself, it doesn't quite fit. Like, the structure of it, it doesn't really fit into what we normally do in each episode. And there are right. so many other comes, good episodes yes. that you could be watching. That's all I'm Well, saying. there's so many other good episodes, but The Long Goodbye also comes in the middle of really good storyline going on you know i mean the next two episodes are inaugurate the inauguration episodes like there's so much else happening in our west i think that's my biggest thing with it is that it just it pauses 
the action that we're actually watching. Mm-hmm. But the episode itself is is great. I mean, obviously, Allison Janney is is wonderful. Yeah, so. she's great. I don't. I think gr- I think the episode being great is a little bit of a long stretch, but. Well, I think it's just really different. I think it's like I think it's well done and well written and well acted. It's just not West. It's like a separate so, thing. Anyway. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, a, yeah. if there was an offshoot, kind of like how Joey from Friends had his own show, Joey. <laughs> it's kind oh. of like well, it's probably not like that because I never watched that. I um, never watched that. I remember. I would so. imagine it's better than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Although I do love. But yeah, it could have been its own like standalone thing, and it just interrupts the flow of the storylines. I wonder but if I digress. I wonder if people would watch a spin-off of The West Wing. If Aaron Sorkin wrote it and West Wing characters were in it. I su- I suppose so. I uh yeah, we have lots lots to think about for our interview with yeah. him whenever we, that yep. comes to pass. So All right. Well, do you have an MVP? Uh probably CJ or you know what? Maybe President Bartlett. I thought he really held his own in this episode. He d- oh, we didn't even really talk about we didn't even talk about the North Korean fighters getting rescued. Sure, we probably should. Yeah, they were um, rescued. I, Great, I really good. Thought that was a really interesting storyline on paper, and and I was interested in, in the episode. I think it goes back to what we were saying earlier about there almost being too many competing things. I wish it had taken more of a front seat and had had more of a development. Like, maybe we got to know some of the people that were crashed or something. Uh, I Mm -hmm. thought it could have been even more powerful. Uh, I liked the, not liked, but I thought it was interesting, the sort of casualness with which they ended it because they lost a member of the SEAL team. Yeah. And it was just sort of like, well. It's kind of like four out of five ain't bad. And you're like, really? Yeah. You just just lost somebody. Yeah, so I thought we almost could have dealt with that a little bit more uh, in the sense that, like, I'm sure that still weighed on President Bartlett. So, I don't know. That would have been interesting. But I thought, yeah, I think President Bartlett's probably my MVP for keeping – he seemed to be keeping calm and holding everything together very, like, in the background of this episode. Yeah, he was the Leo of this episode. Yeah, yeah, he really was. So, he's my MVP for that. All right. I mean – John Spencer had to get an Emmy nomination for this one, and he can't even win an MVP from our podcast today. It's a, it's a rough day. But can he have uh, a, we can have a three-way tie. A three-way tie. CJ, <laughs> sure. President Bartlett, and CJ. John Spencer. Uh, fair enough. I will Perfect. S- sign off on that. Perfect. And no one will veto. Cool. All right. Well, next up is da-da-da-da-da. The next episode... Uh, it's full disclosure. ...is full disclosure. I knew that, too. Full disclosure. We had to look that up. Um, if you have thoughts or feelings on this episode or any West Wing-related topics, please send us email. <laughs> that sounded weird. Um, you can send us email to thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. We love reading your comments. We love reading your tweets. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pod. And we have a lot of uh, fun things coming up yep. in the podcast. Yeah. So stay tuned. There you go. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See y'all later. Bye.